Psalm 70 Make haste, O God, to deliver me. Make haste to help me, O Lord. Let them be ashamed and confounded that seek after my soul. Let them be turned backward and put to confusion that desire my hurt. Let them be turned back for a reward for a reward of their shame that say, Aha, aha. Let all those that seek thee rejoice and be glad in thee. And let such as love thy salvation say continually, Let God be magnified. But I am poor and needy. Make haste unto me, O God. Thou art my help and my deliverer. O Lord, make no tarrying. Greetings, friends. Welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean. Website is scriptureandprophecy.com. That's where you go to find the archives. That's where you go to support this mission of truth. And I am grateful to be behind the microphone this morning. Uh, as I typically am, uh, just on a Monday morning, starting our week, looking for some wisdom and some encouragement from the Psalms and from the Proverbs. Uh, it's just a great blessing and a great privilege uh, that I'm not taking for granted. I read you Psalm 70. That was only five verses. And the reason I just went ahead and read it out of the gate is because we're going to be focusing on Psalm 71 today. Uh, and we're actually starting over the Proverbs, so Proverbs 1. So Psalm 71, Proverbs 1. This psalm is a psalm of David. And many Bibles will have a headline that says something along the lines of... Uh, prayer of an old man for deliverance. So I'm not going to give commentary throughout the reading. Uh, I'm just going to read Psalm 71 for you this morning. It's 24 verses, but I am going to read a little bit of commentary from Matthew Henry to begin to set the stage for you. So here's what he says about this psalm. He says, David penned this psalm in his old age as appears by several passages in it, which makes many think it was penned at the time of Absalom's rebellion, for that was the great trouble of his later years, later days. It might be occasioned by Sheba's insurrection or some trouble that happened to him in that part of his life, of which it was foretold that the sword should not depart from his house. But he is not over particular in representing his case because he intended it for the general use of God's people in their afflictions, especially those they meet within their declining years. For this psalm, above any other, is fitted for the use of the old disciple of Jesus Christ. He begins with the psalm with believing prayers, with prayers that God would deliver him and save him and not cast him off or be far from him and that his enemies might be put to shame. He pleads for his confidence in God, the experience he had had of the help from God, and the malice of his enemies against him. He concludes the psalm with a believing praise, and never was his hope more established, never were his joys and thanksgiving more enlarged. He is in ecstasy of a joyful praise, and in the singing of it, we too, 
should have our faith in God encouraged and our hearts raised and blessing his holy name. So there's kind of the stage setting. It's pretty well agreed that David wrote this psalm in his old age. And uh, so I hope that it blesses you and speaks to you this morning. All right, let's dig in. Psalm 71, King James Bible. Verse 1. In thee, O Lord, do I put my trust. Let me never be put to confusion. Deliver me in thy righteousness and cause me to escape. Incline thy ear unto me and save me. Be thou my strong habitation, whereunto I may continually resort. Thou hast given commandment to save me, for thou art my rock and my fortress. Deliver me, O my God, out of the hand of the wicked, out of the hand of the unrighteous and cruel man. For thou art my hope, O Lord God, thou art my trust from my youth. By thee have I been holden up from the womb. Thou art he that took me out of my mother's bowels. My praise shall be continually of thee. I am as a wonder unto many, but thou art my strong refuge. Let my mouth be filled with thy praise and with thy honor all the day. Cast me not off in the time of old age. Forsake me not when my strength faileth. For my enemies speak against me, and they that lay wait for my soul take counsel together, saying, God hath forsaken him, persecute and take him, for there is none to deliver him. O God, be not far from me. O my God, make haste for my help. Let them be confounded and consumed that are adversaries to my soul. Let them be covered with reproach and dishonor that seek my hurt. But I will hope continually and will yet praise thee more and more. My mouth shall show forth thy righteousness and thy salvation all the day, for I know not the number thereof. I will go in the strength of the Lord God. I will make mention of thy righteousness even of thy only. O God, Thou hast taught me from my youth, and hitherto have I declared Thy wondrous works. Now also, when I am old and gray-headed, O God, forsake me not, until I have showed Thy strength unto this generation, and Thy power to every one that is to come. Thy righteousness also, O God, is very high. Who has done great things, O God, who is like unto Thee? Thou which hast showed me great and sore troubles shall quicken me again and shall bring me up again from the depths of the earth. Thou shalt increase my greatness and comfort me on every side. I will also praise thee with the psaltery, even thy truth. O my God, unto thee will I sing with the harp. O thou holy one of Israel. My lips shall greatly rejoice when I sing unto thee and my soul which thou hast redeemed. My tongue also shall talk of thy righteousness all the day long, for they are confounded. 
for they are brought into shame that seek my hurt. And that, my friends, is Psalm 71, prayer of an old man. He says, My mouth shall show forth thy righteousness and thy salvation all the day, for I know not the number thereof. God knows the numbers of our day, but we do not. And so David says, I'm just going to, I'm going to praise. I'm going to show forth his righteousness and I'm going to talk about his salvation every day because I don't know how many of those days I have. David also accredits God for guiding him and leading him and being there for him from the womb, right? Like he is convinced that God has had a plan for him and has been there to guide him and help him since birth. He says, cast me not off in the time of my old age. Forsake me not when my strength faileth. Like you've been there for me forever. Please don't leave me now when I'm at my most frail stage in life. He says, by thee I have holden up from the womb. Thou art he that took me out of my mother's bowels. My praise shall be continually of thee. For thou art my hope, O Lord God, thou art my trust from my youth. We talk a lot about, or we've talked a lot about recently, about how God, if, if you've come to faith, it's because the Father has drawn you to the Son. He's chosen you from the, from the foundations of the earth. And if that be the case... And that means since the time of your youth, whether you noticed it or, or, or recognized it or not, God was there protecting you, guiding you, preparing a way for you to believe. And I think once we get to eternity, we'll be able to recognize that, that from, from the womb, God was involved. Let's end by looking at Proverbs chapter 1. Let's get some wisdom to start our week here. Uh, he's, the whole Proverbs is really an insurrection, or I'm sorry, an instruction and an exhortation to Solomon's sons. Okay. Let's begin. The Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel. To know wisdom and instruction, to perceive the words of understanding, to receive the instructions of wisdom, justice, and judgment, and equity, to give subtility to the simple, and to the young man knowledge and discretion. A wise man will hear and will increase learning. And a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsel. To understand a proverb and the interpretation, the words of the wise and their dark sayings. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. So right out of the gate, the first thing that Solomon says in these proverbs is... He talks about how important wisdom is. 
and how important wise counsel is, but it all starts with fearing God. Fear the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. This is most people. Most people are wise in their own eyes already. They can't, you can't give them instruction or wisdom. They know it all. They have no idea that they're actually fools. Verse 8, My son, hear the instructions of thy father, and forsake not the law of thy mother. For they shall be an ornament of grace unto thy head, and chains about thy neck. My son, if sinners entice thee, consent thou not. If they say, Come with us, let us lay wait for blood, let us lurk privily for the innocent without cause. Let us swallow them up alive as the grave, and whole as those that go down into the pit. We shall find all precious substance, we shall fill our houses with spoil. Cast in thy lot among us, and let us all have one purse. My son, walk not thou in the way of them. Refrain thy foot from their path, for their feet run to evil and make haste to shed blood. When I was a kid, I had a mentor, an athletic coach, and he always would tell me, you become who you surround yourself with. You are who you surround yourself with. Solomon's saying the same thing. Be careful who you run around with. They'll lead you in a really bad place. Verse 17, Surely in vain the net is spread in the sight of any bird. And they that lay wait for their own blood, they lurk privily for their own lives. So are the ways of everyone that is greedy of gain, which take away the life of its owners thereof. Wisdom crieth without, she utter her voice in the streets, she crieth in the chief place of converse, of concourse. And in the openings of the gates in the city she uttereth her words, saying, How long, you simple ones, will you love simplicity? And the scorners delight in their scorning, and the fools hate knowledge. Turn you at my reproof. Behold, I will pour out my spirit unto you. I will make known my words unto you. Because I have called, and you have refused, I have stretched out my hand, and no man regarded but ye have set at naught at all my counsel, and with none of my reproof. I also will laugh at your calamity. I will mock you when your fear cometh. When your fear cometh at desolation, and your destruction cometh as a whirlwind, when distress and anguish cometh upon you. So please note, a couple of things here. First, it says, surely in vain a net is spread in the sight of any bird, right? Like laying a trap right in front of the thing you're trying to trap is kind of stupid, right? But that's what the wicked do. And then they end up falling into the pit themselves. So they, they create all this evil and they're, not, they're too stupid to think about the consequences that it's going to have on them and their own families because they're fools, and all they can see is their own evil desires. And then Solomon says, here's, here's what wisdom says. Like, how long will you ignore me? 
How long will you love in, in sim- simplicity? How long will you fools hate knowledge? But we could also say that this is maybe God speaking to us because he's the one that provides all wisdom, right? And so here's, what he, here's the interesting part. Because I have called and you have refused, I have stretched out my hand and no man regarded but ye have set at naught all my counsel with none of my reproof. All right, so you wouldn't accept my wisdom. You wouldn't accept my counsel and my help. So here's what you get. I will also laugh at your calamity. So when your stupid decisions, foolish decisions, wicked decisions lead to calamity, I'm going to laugh rather than help because you didn't take the help when it was available. When your fear cometh as desolation and your destruction cometh as a whirlwind, when distress and anguish come upon you, then shall they call upon me, but I will not answer. They shall seek me early, but they shall not find me. For that they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord. They would none of my counsel. They despised all my reproof. Therefore shall they eat of the fruit of their own way and be filled with their own devices. It's almost like God saying, have it your way. For turning away of the simple shall slay them and the prosperity of fools shall destroy them. But whoso hearken unto me shall dwell safely and shall be quiet from fear of evil. And that is the end of our Proverbs. It all starts with fearing God. So he really, in all actuality, he starts his Proverbs with fear God. That's the, that's how you, you want wisdom. That's the ultimate wisdom. And then he actually ends, well, I guess he ends Ecclesiastes by saying the whole matter, the whole deal with wisdom is what? Fear God, keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. Well, there you have it, my friends. I pray that you have been blessed this morning, that you've been strengthened and encouraged and received a little bit of wisdom uh, from the Word of God this morning. I just want to thank you again for providing me this opportunity and allowing me this great privilege to study the Word with all of you. Thank you for your support and for your prayers. And Lord willing, I'll be back with you again on Wednesday. Peace and grace be with all of you. And until next time, God bless.